Good morning. I am Apostle William B. Corrector, presiding prelate of Discovered Being Ministry, Incorporated. I would like to welcome you to today's podcast where we will endeavor to speak on God's word and get a revelation to this particular question. How can I know what God's timing is? Let us go to the throne of grace, Heavenly Father, from whom all blessings flow. We come today, Lord God, looking to the hills from whence our cometh our help. We know that our help cometh from the Lord, creator of heaven and earth. Father, as we come today, Lord God, we realize that we have an adversary and his name is Satan. But Lord, you gave to us the keys to the kingdom of heaven that whatsoever we bind on this earth is bound in heaven. And whatsoever we loose on this earth is loosed in heaven. And Father, we bind every principality, every power, every ruler of darkness of this world. Spiritual wickedness in high places, we bind it in Jesus' name. Father, now we come to ask you for forgiveness of our sins. Father, whether they were a deed, whether they were a thought, whether they were of omission or commissioned, we earnestly repent and ask you to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Father, now we ask that you will bless your people through your word today. Father, for your word will not return to your void, but it will accomplish and prosper in the thing whereunto you send it. Send it in the heart of your peoples today in Jesus' name. Amen. How can I know what God's timing is? The first thing we need to understand about God's timing is that it is perfect, just as all of God's ways are perfect. Referenced in Psalms 18, verse 30, and Galatians chapter 4, verse 4. God's timing is never early, and it has never been late. In fact, from before our birth until the moment we take our last earthly breath, our sovereign God is accomplishing his divine purpose in our lifetimes. He is in complete control of everything and everyone from everlasting to everlasting. No event in history has put so much as a wrinkle in the timing of God's eternal plan, which he designed before the foundation of the world. One would think then that by understanding the sovereignty of our creator, Patience and waiting would come a little more easily. Unfortunately, however, that is not always the case. Our human nature can make waiting on God, God's perfect timing, a difficult thing to do. In fact, in the hustle and bustle of our frenzy lives, we often find it difficult to wait for anything or anyone. We want what we want now. And with our modern technological advances, we are often able to get what we want now. As a result, we are not losing our patience, but also finding it increasingly difficult to discern God's timing. Patience is a spiritual fruit 
found in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. And scripture makes it clear that God pleased with us when we display his virtue. But still before the Lord, and be still before the Lord, I think I said it three times, be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. References Psalms chapter 37, verse 7. For God is good to those who wait for him. Written in Lamentations chapter 3, verse 25. And our patience often reveals the degree of trust we have in God's timing. We must remember that God operates according to his perfect and foreordained eternal schedule, not ours. We will take great comfort in knowing that when we wait on the Lord, we receive divine energy and strength. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength, but they shall mount up with wings like eagles, and they shall run and not be weary, they shall walk and not faint. Reference in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31, one of my favorite scriptures. The psalmist reiterates, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he will strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Reference in Psalms 27, verse 14. Another key to understanding God's timing is trust. In fact, our ability to wait on the Lord is largely related to how must we trust him. Hallelujah. I think I say that again. In fact, our ability to wait on the Lord is largely related to how much we trust him. When we trust in God with all our heart, foregoing reliance on our own, then erroneous understanding of circumstances he will indeed give us direction. Proverbs reference in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5, verses 5 and 6. The Lord is unfailing, the Lord's unfailing love surrounds the man who trusts him. Reference in Psalm 32, verse 10. To fully trust God, however, we need to know God. And the best way to know him is through his word. God's divine energy is released in our lives through his spirit. Inspired word referenced in First Thessalonians chapter two verse thirteen. The work of our God, the work of a God word includes savings, referenced in Romans chapter ten verse seventeen, first Peter chapter one verse twenty three, teaching and training, second Timothy three chapter three verse sixteen and seventeen, guiding, Psalms chapter one nineteen verses one oh five, protection. Protecting Psalms 119, Psalms 114, and 117. Excuse me, let me relate that again. Let me respond to that again. Psalms chapter 119, verses 114 and 117. Strengthening Psalms 119, verse 28, and making us wise. Psalms 119, verse, verses 97 and 100. If we study and mediate on his word daily, his timing will also become clear to us. When we question God's timing, it is often because we are looking for guidance or deliverance from a difficult situation. We can rest assured, however, that our Heavenly Father knows exactly where we are and in our lives and at 
every moment. He either put us there or is allowing us to be there all for his own perfect purpose. Hallelujah. In fact, God often used trials to strengthen our patience, allowing our Christian faith faith to mature and become complete. Referenced in James chapter 1 verses 3 and 4. And we know that all things work, including these difficult trials, work out for the good of those who love God. Referenced in Romans chapter 8 verse 28. God does indeed hear the cries of his children and will answer those cries according to his perfect will and timing. A righteous man may have many troubles. The Lord delivers him from them all. Psalms chapter 34 verse 19. The plans God has for his children are good plans to help us not hurt us as referenced in Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11. Sisters and brothers in Christ, we we have a human nature that that opposes God. The only way that we can put our flesh to flight is through the Holy Spirit and knowing God's word. No one knows God's will entirely. Nobody knows his timing entirely. But we do know that if we wait on him and if we diligently search for him, we will find him. How do we find him? In the book, brothers and sisters, in the book called the Holy Bible, the Holy Writ. Wherever you are, remember God knows where you are, as I first stated in expounding upon this particular podcast. He knows your sorrows. He knows your ins and outs. He knows your hurts, your aches, and your pains. He knows when your family turn against you and your family, friends turn against them and, and you as well. God knows these things. But if we learn in God's word that many are the afflictions, afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered them out of them all. Your money can't save you. The medication that you take for sickness can't heal you. Drugs to escape reality can't help you. We must wait and learn how to wait on God for him to do what he has ordained for us in the beginning of the world. As the world was predestined, as we were predestined to serve God, we must wait for the changing in our lives. We know that Job, for instance, even after God bragged on him, and he allowed Satan to touch him in every way that a person can be touched except for death. But yet, Job said, if a man that shall live again, yet I will wait for my change to come. We have to change our ways. We have to change our conversations. We have to change how we love or treat each other. We can't continue on the same status quo 
We can't continue to, to be a sin, to set a blindness to the Spirit of God and slave to sin and serve God. We cannot do that. But we do have to wait for God to make to changes in our lives. Some of us, we run. We say it all the time. I think it's wrong for us to say it. Some was sent and some went. And you know the difference to those that God sends and those that just went out on their own. I don't think we have a right to judge anyone or to say who God called and who God did not call. However, if we wait on God, we will see their fruit. By their fruit, ye shall know them. So I say to you today, sisters and brothers, wherever you are, whatever you are going through, whatever circumstances are before you, whatever hindrances, whatever stumbling blocks has been placed before you, learn how to wait on God. Wait on his miraculous power, his wonder-working power. We don't have it unless we have God. He that abides in me, he that abides in me has life. If you don't, you don't have it. So I'm just saying to you, sisters and brothers, that one of the most difficult things to do is to wait on God. May God bless you. May God smile upon you. And may God give you peace.